Hello? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. What's going on? Nothing much, girl. Wow. <laughs> girl. Girl. <laughs> wow. It's been um, so long. I know. It feel, I feel like it's been a really long time. It, I think it has. I think it has. Oh, my God. I swear to God, the second I sit down to record... Like, Norma starts meowing at my door. She just knows. Like, I was literally just downstairs, and I was like, Norma, are you okay? Like, do you want to come up? And she was like, like, no, absolutely not. Okay, well, obligatory. I have to stop recording to go get Norma. It's because she heard you talking to someone else. Come in. Be my guest. (laughs) I'm really just waiting for the day that if... We're so advanced in technology that we're even thinking about talking about AI. We should probably have those collars that transfer cats' meows into human speech. I swear there was one already. Or maybe there was an SNL <laughs> It could be either. The SNL skit or just, like, one of those things where you see, like, a Disney movie or something in, like, your formative years, like, at the uh-huh. right time for you to confuse it with, like, a childhood memory. Indeed. That's, that's valid. Because um, I feel like she should just be part of the podcast. I think she already is. The people She's on my favorite murder logo do it. The cat talks. Do. Absolutely. They, you know, that cat talks all the time. But I can't, like, look at Norma and be like, hey, Norma, do you want a cookie? And she doesn't do anything cute. She just stares at me like I'm stupid. Oh, my God. My cat is, like, is her name Audrey from Parks and Rec? Well, it's Aubrey. So Aubrey. It's April. Aubrey Plaza plays April Ludgate. April. Yep, yep. Um, That's my cat. Ooh. Have you ever taken the quiz to find out which two Parks and Recreation characters you are? Oh, shit. No, but that's it's our next... It's so good. I know. That's it our gives next you, one. Like, yeah, like, what blend of the two are you? And it's so right. Which one did you get? I got April and Ben. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's 100% right? <laughs> real. Like it's so on the nose. Oh, my God. I feel like, I feel like you would get... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would get April Perkins and Tom Haverford. <laughs> That's who I feel like you would get. Where is it? I'll take it now. No, I'll take it another time. <laughs> Buzzfeed, obviously. Oh, Buzz, Buzz, Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed. That's gotta come back. Oh, dude. That and also we gotta do that uh, March Madness, but Disney versus Pixar because yeah. So what is that exactly? So you know the sports and the sports. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one with the ball. The, the balls. Um, so they have, like, this March Madness. You know how they, like, they put up in brackets? And you have, yes. like, this team versus this team. And you predict, I think this team will win. One side it's Disney and the other side is Pixar movies. And so you have, like, first two categories. Lion King versus Tarzan. Which do you think is the uh. better out of the two? And then that moves on to the next round. And so you eliminate all of those until you have, like, four finalists and then you eliminate from that and then you go on and that's like your contender versus Pixar kind of thing. I made someone visibly angry because I chose Tarzan <laughs> over Lion King and I Me bitch too. bitch I will fight this to the death. I think yeah, Tarzan's that's, a I'll classic. throw down. I'll throw down I'll for that. Throw like, down. Phil Collins really took it to a whole new level with Tarzan for us. Yes. And I don't know. I also feel like so, like almost like everyone's like favorite Disney movie is The Lion King and like unpopular opinion. I don't understand the hype. I like Tarzan a lot. Yeah. Cuz like, like I way said, more than Lion King. I completely understand why they said Lion King. Sure. Um, but Tarzan choice. like re- revolutionized how 
animation was done in that in that decade. It was like a combination of CGI and 2D animation. Sure. It's gorgeous. The story's amazing. Has that essence of darkness to it, which I love. Yeah, then, if we want to get philosophical, absolutely. Or you ever listen to strangers like me and just like want to get on a table and take all your clothes off? Because I do all the time. Take me into a Coyote Ugly and throw up some Film Collins original soundtrack to Tarzan and you see what happens. Oh. Oh. Well, what's new? Oh, how, well, how's life? What's new? Oh Good. I just started um, my first acting class in New York City today. That's so exciting! I was nervous as fuck walking in it literally felt like the first day of college almost for some reason i had my little notebook out i had a little (laughs) book about acting and i was like reading that trying to look smart in front of my new colleagues right and then um it feels amazing to be back in that that kind of atmosphere again is it just acting in general is it like a comedy class or like it was um professional scene study so i was able to I was able to audition into this class, and I got in. And ah! I- <laughs> That's amazing! <laughs> I'm a first try. Girl! And so it was a professional scene study intensive, so I got to skip the f- beginner acting course and go straight Excuse to, like, the advanced me? scene study. I know, I know, I know, I know. I keep forgetting that's, that's, like, really good. That's really fucking cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, wow, look at you, living that big city, big city life, big city dreams. <laughs> Slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah, but also not that slowly. You, like, just got there. I know. And, like, I, that's always something you need to remind yourself in life in general, whether you're an actor or not, that um, you feel like so much time has passed, but in reality, it's only been probably a couple months and you feel like you haven't achieved as much as others. But the best thing to remind yourself of is that, like, you're living your own life and you're not you're never going to live the life of that other person that you think is more successful. And, like, success isn't, like, a linear exactly. thing, you know? Success isn't, like, okay, when I turn 25, I'm going to be right. al- already on Off-Broadway. By 30, I'll be in film, like, kind of thing. Like, it's that's not that's not how it works. No. I think it's so, so interesting, too. Like, and it kind of, like, <laughs> A, terrifies me, but B, is also very calming to just think of, like, success as a concept that is... 100% subjective. Yes, yes. And like not a real thing. Yeah. And that's like, where you're like, oh, nothing's real. So that means nothing matters. Exactly. And that kind of is like, so what's even the point? But I think more so it's just like, so who the fuck cares? So exactly. Like, then I'm just, you know, like exactly. it kind of removes all pressure and then like helps me do more stuff. But with like the arts, it's sort of like, we're all fucking um, it. <laughs> We're all just fucking fish flopping on a desert. Like, that's how I feel. It's a weird, crazy cocktail of despair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just reminding yourself, like, it's never about the talent sometimes. It's like, you wake up and you're just, like, gotta look in the mirror and be like, bitch, nothing matters. Exactly. And that's great. Exactly. <laughs> um. So I was trying to think of an icebreaker for you. Okay. And I, th- I think I thought of one. Okay. Because I'm just trying to make it as relevant to the theme as possible. If you could be oh God. any artificial intelligence from a movie or a TV show, <laughs> who would you be and why? Okay. Um, okay. Artificial intelligence anywhere. I, I don't know. I think I would want to be like Eve from Wally. Because <laughs> she, she likes the environment and. <laughs> She she falls in love with a nice robot. She just seems. Are like, you over there like crying in your closet? <laughs> like, 
I would want to be Eve, but realistically, if we're putting my personality onto a robot, it would probably yeah. be the robot from the Jetsons. <laughs> fucking, the fucking maid. Dude, for sure. Absolutely. So, I was also, like, trying to think. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, you know, who would I be? What cool robot would I be? You know, and it really, it all boiled down to I would probably be Karen from Spongebob. <laughs> I just had to, like, sit and, like, have this, like, really honest moment with myself. <laughs> so, still sassy. Sarcastic. <laughs> so, like, I'm Karen on a good day, yeah. but then I'm, like, I'm, like, C-3PO on a bad day. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> if you can't handle me at my C-3PO, you don't deserve me at my Karen. Movies are fun, Movies, right? robots. Robots. The, the future is now, folks. It's... Where... Do we begin? I'm, like, really interested to talk about this because I definitely yeah. have, like, some points, but I also feel like this is probably the first episode where I'm not, like, immediately fired up and ready to rant. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is more of, like, an open forum discussion, and I'm here for it. I don't know. There's, like, a lot to talk about, but not at the same time. It's just Yeah, just right? I feel like there are so many layers to this kind of topic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was half expecting there to be, like, a bunch of articles about it, and there's, like, totally not. There's not. Which, I guess, makes a lot of sense, because it's not something that is necessarily, I don't think it's been around long enough as a discussion point. We're definitely in the, like, the beginning stages of it. Like, we're, we're, yeah. we're just seeing, Isn't like... Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, seeing, did you see the video with Will Smith talking to Sophia, which is, like, the famous AI robot at the moment. No, but I know who Sophia is, and I didn't watch that video. But can you give me... The brief? Should I watch it right now? Um, so basically, the brief synopsis is... It's Sophia, if you're not aware of what this robot is. It's the, it's the leading AI slash robotic woman at the moment that's being developed. Right. Um, been a, she's been a, around for a little yes, while, right? she's been around for a little while, but okay. she's definitely developed in her artificial intelligence. It's, like, less, like, random sentences. It's now becoming more coherent, which is actually kind of fucking terrifying. So, like, she's... They did this, like, funny video with Will Smith having the first date with Sophia, and they, like, were having a rapport. It's strange. It's really weird. So what was his interaction with her like? So he definitely took it in a joking manner. She actually looks like... Um, she is no Natalie Portman. Yeah, she's no Natalie Portman. But she's got the same, like, brain Yeah, thing. Yeah, and it's funny because she looks... Her design actually looks very similar to the Ex Machina movie. And I was thinking how interesting would it have been if that movie was completely the same, but... The robot looked exactly like Sophia. <laughs> well, let's see. So, so Sophia has been around. She was activated on 2015. Mm-hmm. And Ex Machina is also 2015, is it not? And it's so, yeah, it's crazy to look at it and see, like, this is the beginnings of what will be advanced technology. But you can definitely, it's, like, very jarring looking at her. If we're talking about Ex Machina, that one part where, like, after he has his first conversation with Ava and he's talking about, like, trying to assess what kinds of, like, speech patterns she was programmed yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so I wonder which one she is because clearly there's some sort of, there's there's a reality to the science there. Yeah. And is, and do you know if, like, there's any regards to, like, whether or not she has 
consciousness or if she's very much just like a, a high functioning robot with like social integration. I th- like I think that the person said it was artificial intelligence in that way. But not so much consciousness or I don't I don't think consciousness, no. And I think um it, it was interesting too with Ex Machina, I think the robot is also a very high form of well, it it goes back and forth whether there's consciousness and artificial intelligence in that movie. But mm-hmm. since the robot or like the creator was from a, a web browsing searching company, it was interesting too because I think Sophia stems from that as well, where sh- the robot learns from Google searches and from interactions online. That's insane. It's insane. I, and I also think it's so funny to like, <laughs> you know, like I feel like I'm also in this like state of denial where like my initial impulse when you talk about someone like Sophia, and also like, isn't it funny that my instinct was to say someone like Sophia? <laughs> But anyway, to, like, that's weird to, like, have this, like, doubt of, like, oh, I mean, it must just be, like, artificial intelligence. She must just be a really smart robot when, like, it's literally a fact that we were, like, standing on the precipice of a real thing that's going to happen. Like, AI is not, it's not, like, a maybe anymore. And I think it's, like, it's already being referred to as, like, the fourth industrial revolution. It's it's terrifying. (laughs) It's, it's happening. And it's also, like, just, like, on, like, a spooky Nostradamus level, right? I think it's so scary that, like, since, like, the beginning of science fiction, um, you know, artificial intelligence has been preconceived as, like, the end to humanity. And I think yeah. that's so fucking scary. Yeah. But also just, like, w- guys, look! It's crazy. <laughs> like, oh. like, she Ugh. she showed up on Jimmy Fallon, too, and um, the person that made her was describing how she Mm-mm. she can recognize people's faces and then remember who they were and then continue those conversations and create relationships with that person. So it's like right. a, it's so strange how we're using technology like motion capture and um, like all of these small little inventions have now grown yeah. to become tools in order to create artificial intelligence. Like you never would have connected them. And I'm just gonna say this: it's this is just like Jurassic Park, where we have movies about this. <laughs> Where too much just, power. When this happens and we have evidence. Well, yeah. And then people still think, fuck it, let's become God. And <laughs> I'm not going to listen to right. these movies. Like, literally any piece of, like, anything that's ever been, yeah, on, like, artificial intelligence, be it human or not. Like, even fucking Frankenstein. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, it always ends up badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gonna end up badly. Like, if I drop my phone, I apologize to Siri. Like, I don't <laughs> like I don't even, like, use Siri as an app, but it still terrifies me. Because it's also, like, I think I saw this tweet once, and I swear to God, it was probably, like, Lil B or something stupid. Yeah. But, like, he was like, hmm, funny how we're all using Snapchat for, like, the cute dog filter when it's definitely just an, a way for the FBI to, to collect facial recognition for AI. And I mean... And I was just like... Holy shit! Yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> it's it's hundred percent. You crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> Holy fuck! Here, here's a little bit of information that's about Sophia before we continue. Gimme. So she's she's like a specifically a social humanoid robot, and she was developed in Hong Kong. Um, and she was activated on in 2015. So you were right. So I think um, Ex Machina came out around that time as well. Right before it. Right I before think. it. The first robot to receive a citizenship of any country. Excuse me? I, 
That's you know, insane. And that's like something where you know they're kind of doing it half as a joke, but doesn't that also perpetuate the concept of consciousness? Yeah, exactly. Like, I also, like, part of me, like, I, I have no real legs as a scientist to stand on, but, like, who are we as a species that is human to determine what consciousness is like for another species? And if we're, you know, basically creating a whole other species you know, based on the human form, who are we to say that their level of consciousness has to be our level of consciousness? Yeah. And, like, if someone can, like, look at you, recognize you, form memories, have conversations, like, at what point, because, like, couldn't you therefore take that information and do something with some sort of free will from it? Yeah. And how, how can you say that that's not free will and isn't free will the, like, determining factor in consciousness? I just think it's so like interesting but simultaneously like probably the scariest thing yeah I, that we have to worry like, about where, like, where are the boundaries of that because we right most of the movies that have come out about ai always fall to that um like moral dilemma where it always mentions that like with irobot with um ex machina with this new game coming out by the creators of heavy rain um did you see that about oh detroit um becoming human which looks amazing it's about what oh my god it looks so good it's about um four different artificial intelligence robots that are used in like as maids as civil workers as um yeah. And the whole game is about how these robots, through artificial intelligence, start to become self-aware and realize who they are and find it unfair that they are being used in that way um, as, like, so these So the AI uprising, the video yeah, game. Exactly. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. yeah, I've, like, I've truly accepted that whether it happened in my lifetime or not, that the AI uprising will be the end of the human race if it's not global warming first. Wasn't there a little bit of warning? Okay, I'm going to say this is terrifying, but also made me fucking cackle when I heard it. Um, Where the Alexa robot randomly, every single person that wounded Alexa, it started laughing manically. Yep. Yep. Sure as fuck did. All at the same time. And I'm like, That's oh, fucking fuck. terrifying. <laughs> It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yes, and there was also this thing, and I'm going to butcher it, mm-hmm. but, like, there was some, I, I think it was Google's AI. Mm-hmm. You know, they were teaching it how to play games, and I think it might have just been chess. But oh, at wait. some point. Yeah. It has, like, a name, yep. and I can't think of what it is, but it's a very intimidating name. It's, like, Deep Thought or something. Like, it's something dumb and scary. Um, it's, like, sounds like it's part of, like, the Watergate scandal. But it, like was like getting eventually because it was so used to winning eventually it got angry like felt emotion and was getting upset when it felt like it was having moves that were against it like it was losing the game and like that and i think that's what defines artificial intelligence it's like technology or robots giving automated responses so there's no thought process it's more of just regurgitating regurgitating information within their programming but it's when the robots are able to relay information but then also have thoughts behind it and like well yeah because like how do you define exactly yeah yeah, yeah. like and it's obviously going to be molecularly different for something that is artificial than it would be for Mm -hmm. a human you know it's that's it's just not going to be the same so i think that like i would find it or i wouldn't be shocked if like 
the second there's some sort of, like, humanoid AI that we realize that lots of our other technologies have had some sort of consciousness on some sort of level for a yeah. while, and we just, like, haven't been privy to it because we weren't assessing it the exactly. right way. Like, that's what freaks yeah. me out, too. It's like, yeah, because we just think we know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which we don't. We don't no, know anything. Oh. I, like, put ice cubes in my wine to make myself feel cool, but also for hydration, and I'm, like, swiveling it around like it's a glass of whiskey. <laughs> It's like staring wistfully out my window. Like, we don't know anything. You don't, we don't know anything as you look up into the stars and feel like a speck uh, of dust. You know, bring back the transatlantic accent, please. please. I just find it really interesting, though, when looking at AIs in um, media and how they're portrayed. If you compare the movie iRobot um, to Ex Machina or any other form of movie... It's interesting that none of those robots in iRobot were sexualized in any manner or had, like, any (sighs) actual human features. They were very much a standard, generic-looking robot. The main robot did have a male voice, but you didn't necessarily put a gender onto him. It was just more of an entity in itself. Right. But I also think that, like... If we're, like, if you'd, like, look at, like, our society's mm-hmm. concept of gender, like, I feel like to have a masculine voice is enough for you to at least subconsciously assume yeah, it's a exactly. man. And there's something to that. And then, like, in its makeup and the its design in itself, very blank, very standard, very just, like, right. robot. But then, like, you have, on the other spectrum, a bunch of movies, when you involve female AI, they always no matter what, will have some kind of sexualized um, design to them. So so you oh, have, like, Ex Machina, where you have a bunch of naked little robot ladies walking around, and, um, and of course, like, that sexuality was brought into it, and it's even mentioned within the movie um, about, yeah. like, sexualization with the robot. Um, and then you have, like, other ones, like Blade Runner, with, um, mm-hmm. is it, what is her name? Oh, I wrote it down. I can't remember, but uh, yes. Prisa or Prisa? Where she's like yes. actually a sex robot and she's once again sexualized in that kind of manner. Wally, of course, no. <laughs> oh, okay. of course. But also, like, yeah, like that robot has a feminine hourglass yeah. shape. Like, to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, like, if you want to talk about it, like, even the robot from the yeah, Jetsons. Yeah, it's like very much like. like it has, like, this, like, bust. And, to like, meanwhile, in Star Wars, you have, like, R2-D2, he needs a fucking rolling box. Or, like, you have, right, like, course. a bunch of other ones as well where they're not as, it's not as um, sexualized in that manner. And Yeah, but are there any femme droids? Like, because C-3PO is humanoid mm-hmm. and, like, is definitely yeah. masculine. Like, I can't think of a feminine I can't either. I don't think there droid. is. If they are, they're... Yeah, definitely would have had gold-plated breasts, right? for sure. And it's just, like, right. it feels like with every design, even in the Terminator, there was, like, one version of the Terminator where it was that female villain that came out of nowhere and super oh sexualized. There's, like, a whole bit where she's waiting in the car and um, the police officer pulled her over, and she looks at a sign and she sees, like, a, an underwear model and then her boobs suddenly inflate to be super big. And then the police officer comes over and he's distracted. <laughs> and I was like, well, what was the point of that? Yeah. 
couldn't couldn't like, her as a robot just decide, oh, hello, police officer, crack the neck. Like, why? Like, why? Yeah, what? because. What was the point? Well, I mean, that's there's, like, so many layers to that, right? It's, like, femininity as a comedic plot device, but then also as just, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you like, unpack that? how do you that? unpack that? Like, it's always the design know. and makeup. I will say, though, I do like Ex Machina in the way that it did bring that up in um, a conversation between the two characters. Like, why did you have to put a gender or why did you have to put sexuality into the AI and um, he described it as what, what was his? Well, it was it was interesting because I feel like there was room for that that to be yes. a really interesting feminist yes. forward, you know. And by feminist, like if you want to be an asshole about it and like use the word humanitarian, go right ahead, you know, like that kind of thing. But like his literally his his reason was like, well, if you have a gray box and another gray box. And if they're not sexually attracted to each other, what's their initiative to talk to each other? So basically, he was saying that all human instinct comes down to sex. An image. So obviously. It, yeah. Yeah. And image. Right. Which is problematic exactly. in and of itself. Because that boils down a whole species to its sexual yeah. impulses. Which, like, yeah, I guess. Like, sure. We we innately have a drive as human beings to procreate. But also, no. Because then that... that are, like um a race's autonomy and also like the validity of like an asexual like yeah. lifestyle. And and, I feel like that I yeah, don't think I don't it's know. all necessarily boiled down to just like that's that's not a valid argument because you also have empathy that comes into it. So I f- Right, and you can be an empathetic gray box. Exactly. Um, honestly, my gender <laughs> is an empathetic gray box. Gray box. Wait, it doesn't have to be I think as a person if I randomly walked down the street and I ran into a gray box, which was which was you, Mackenzie, <laughs> and me. if it the if gray it's, box, your neighborhood friendly, empathetic gray box, and if it spoke to me like an intelligent being would, maybe first I would be scared because a gray box was talking to me, and maybe I thought I would be crazy. But I feel like I, I, you know, you, like we always put empathetic thoughts onto inanimate objects. Anyway, we fucking watch Toy Story, which is we put our yeah, own empathetic no, like, feelings on toys and start crying in the middle of the audience. Toy Story three when they go into the flames. <laughs> we can of project hell. empathy on literally exactly. anything. I feel like if so, we as humans are right. able to put our empathetic feelings already onto inanimate objects, it that shouldn't be a problem right. with robots or artificial intelligence no and i also think it's a little bit of a insult to the human race to suggest that our only way to that assume that something has consciousness is for it to be humanoid which i think that i i I don't think it is i don't think that's giving us enough credit like i think surely for a portion of the society but i think that i think it's it's pretty commonplace for people to understand the concept of consciousness to be empathy and self-awareness um, but then also, I guess, on the, you know, speaking specifically from, like, a movie point, I don't think you're supposed to like Oscar no, Isaac's character not. at absolutely all, not. you know? And that was a real asshole thing to say. But <laughs> you have to address it because that's such a common yeah. theme, specifically when it comes to this oversaturation of sexy female exactly. robots in movies. That, that was the thing that yeah. threw me off for it. But I did like the the displays of different toxic masculinity between the two characters because you have like the yes. yeah, yeah. Right? Good call. you have like the lead programmer who's just like showing off his like dominant male with peacocking, peacocking, peacocking hard. hard by 
showing how physically fit he is, how healthy he is, okay. and also interrupting conversations and overlaying his own thoughts over his um, colleagues. But then you also have the insecure little um, toxic masculinity in the sense that it's a very self-conscious but also self-absorbed character that tries to yeah. tries to put his own ideas onto a female or like other gendered character in order to save that individual when well he's a he's a total yes. sad boy like yes. he's a total it's a, like it's like fedora open the door boy. for you why don't you want to yeah. marry me i'm the perfect yes. man yes. kind of guy like no like yeah you're right like I, I i didn't think about that before like it's like too very obvious displays of like yeah different kinds of men that are awful and i don't know if that's on purpose probably not but also like those are two very easy male characters to write you know like they're they're very palatable um and i also you know i I think this is the third time i've seen this movie and i i like it Mm. right like i think it's very well done like visually it's stunning the acting is really Mm -hmm. cool the score is fucking awesome and I think those are the things that keep me coming back to it but then you know if I have if I'm gonna like hold myself accountable to like the things that I judge movies that I like obviously don't like it's like there's this objectification and this like um oh 100% sexual ownership that's placed on this woman without her consent as a plot device. And I think that, I, I don't know, like, I think we have to be at a point in society where if we're talking about artificial intelligence as being sentient, and if that's like a common, that's like a common thing. Everyone knows what mm. that is. Like, I feel like you have to start holding, holding like a mirror up to those kinds of conversations and the, into these kinds of movies. And at least in, to some degree, treating them in the same way that you would if it was just mm. a woman, you know, like if this was like a movie just about like, a, you know, like, just some sort of like girl from a different country and she was being left you know like or like raised or like without ever knowing the outside world like that context would be so deeply shifted and I think it's a really interesting thing to dissect where it's like why is it because she was born from like a software that we have this ability to disassociate so heavily Mm. when it comes to like how she's being mistreated and, you know, like, and I find myself oftentimes, like, watching this movie, and even today, like, almost, like, really hardcore empathizing with Oscar Isaac's character, which made me feel kind no, of No, that weird. happened, that like, happened being, to me like, today, too, with the viewing. Yeah. I, I thought about yeah. it. He, he was bringing up good points, and um, mm-hmm. he said something along the lines of, um, oh, he said something really good to the other guy, where it's like, you, you can't... Um, Oh, fuck. Edit this all out. I'm trying to think of it. It was like, it was about like when he was putting his own self insecurities into the thought process. It's like, you got to remember to be an intellect about it. He's like, this is your emotion, exactly. not your intellect. Yes. Is what he said. Yeah. Or your, yeah, your ego or something and not your intellect. No, I'm sorry. This is your insecurity yes, exactly. and not your intellect. It's like, you're not thinking yeah. about this properly. Mm-hmm. And like, legitimately, this was an artificial intelligence that he created. Yeah, it's hard. And this hard. technically, in a weird way, and it sounds bad, but it is his property and his own, um, I don't know, his his own invention. It's a, it's a conundrum. conundrum. It's a fucking conundrum, right? Where it's like, yeah, this is objectively not a real 
thing, not a real human being. This is something that he made with his own two hands using his intelligence as a programmer Mm -hmm. to create something that so closely resembles a human and in turn has a consciousness because of his skill, right? But you're like, you have to, or you want to objectively be able to see that as something that is separate from human life. But then if you... If you have to take into into context and into consideration consciousness, how is that any different? You know, it's it's almost this like new wave understanding of what it is for um, legal ownership and like male yeah. ownership, specifically male ownership of women, yep. where it's like technically and like still in a lot of states, like if you're someone's daughter, if you literally created them with your DNA, you own them and you are, you can make decisions for them and you are in charge of their life. And like, maybe not so literally here, but certainly in other countries. And like, yeah, they're different. They're going to be different because one's a robot and one's a human. But so like the circumstances are different, but are the issues the same? And I don't know the answer, but it kind of feels like it's interesting to think about that, yeah, no. right? Like maybe yeah. they, yeah, are they the same cause? Like it's, it's it, could you legitimately put that against each other and say that there's the same problem kind of thing? Yeah, and like maybe not right now today, but maybe thirty years maybe, from now. Yeah. You know, like I, I read this article today that it kind of fell flat for me, but I really liked the headline. So I read the whole article because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> but the headline was just. It was just, is is artificial intelligence a feminist issue? And I was that just like... That is interesting. Like, that's a, it's a really cool thing to think about. And, like, this article, it wasn't what I was expecting, but it was specifically talking about um, the realistic ways in which AI is going to change our society in the next five yeah. or ten years when it comes to jobs and how, you know, how will women have to combat an already um, separated um, and, like, unfair... Um, field when it comes to like getting jobs and retaining jobs and how will jobs like how will service jobs yeah. be impacted by a like by AI and it was saying that some it was saying that like something like six points only six point seven percent of women are um, going into like technology fields and then only twenty five percent of that six point seven percent are like actively retaining jobs in STEM. Mm. And so, like, how does that, how is that a feminist issue? And also, something that I found that was really interesting in this article was if you are creating an AI and if you have statistics, like, significantly lower uh, percentages of women, 6.7% actively working in those fields, and if you're teaching something how to to be conscious, it's going to inherit the traits of the of the control group that is most mm. present. So it's going to inherit things like misogyny and racism yep. just just because it will, you know? Like, even if it's, like, millions of people, if most of them are men, and then because of just, you know, society, if most of them are white older men, um, it's going to pick up on these things. And will, you know, a question is, will AI... Once it is more sentient, will it be a misogynist? That is so interesting. Perpetrator in society. Yeah, right? How fucking crazy is it that's, that this is actually something that we are actively thinking about as a reality? Like, that's not. But it's like to also me. that's the same with just re- regular families in general, where you have like maybe a very misogynist yeah. head of the family and that's passed on to the creations of those two so like that's really interesting to to think like in this time and day where men definitely have more 
roles in the science field. So, of course, that's already dominated by a male gaze. So that male gaze is getting put into the technology that we are now consuming. And... Yeah, but isn't it so interesting that you lumped family and robot into the same thought process because you just thought that you should. Fuck. (laughs) Like... It, you subconsciously did that. Like we are, we are, we're like we're there <laughs> as a society, which is crazy. Oh, so weird. Well, like that's I like know. that's a cool point that got brought up into the movie too, where um, the character um, he like took a razor blade and then like had to cut himself open to think like, is yes. he actually human or not? His reality was so was blurred. so blurred between the two. Yep. I thought that was very interesting. I kind of forgot about that scene, mm. you know? And, yeah, like, I like, would you feel that way? Like, probably. Because like, we're, we're kind of robots in general, if you think about it, where it's just a little bit more organic, but we are made up of, like, different, like, right. systems yeah. and I think, um, connecting. Like, we're all made of circuitry, almost, just in more organic sense. 100%. 100%. But because it's not a circuitry that we created, we have to perceive it as divine, right? And we can't understand it as programming. And I think for me, like, you know, Oscar Isaac's character, does he have a real name? I keep forgetting. (laughs) What's his name? I keep forgetting it because I love Oscar Isaac. So I just like only refer to him as Oscar Isaac. (laughs) But anyway, his character goes like when, when they're talking and he's like, you were programmed to be heterosexual. And he's like, no, I wasn't. No one programmed me to be that way. And he's like, yeah, you obviously were. He was like, be that nature or nurture. That was, you were That programmed. was the line that I was trying to like, think of. Like, there is something in your DNA yes. yep. somewhere. That was the line I was trying yeah. to think of. We're born yeah. in different ways. And the way that we are programmed, in a sense, by nature, it's like in our system. I feel like it's it's a is an easy next step to be like okay well we created it and like also like our innate aversion to something we don't understand yep. will inevitably happen even though it's something that exactly. we created you know where this thing functions in mostly the same ways but acts out in mm-hmm. different ways because we are not the same mm-hmm. you know like it's like there's so many crazy things <laughs> that could go wrong. It's like a know? different yeah we're creating a different species in that way. 100%. Yeah. And like yeah. with a new species comes a new set of rules and it's it's that would be so hard to distinguish. Oh my god. It's like I hope it happens when I'm like 89 and I'm like sitting on yeah. a porch somewhere in a rocker and I'm just like, "Well, <laughs> I knew it, but I'm almost dead." So, but also maybe, you know, maybe medical medically will be so advanced that I will literally just be a brain in a jar. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll be yeah. a Karen. Maybe I will just be a laptop on a stand and you can push me around. I think, like, another thing that I'm done with is the use of sexual manipulation. Thank you. Yeah. um, It feels like that's the driving point with a lot of movies when you involve female (laughs) AI. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you even mentioned it in the movie where it's necessary, um... But I don't think it is. I don't. I don't think no. that's true in real life for humans. I don't think that should no, be true it's for not. female. It's it's, it's the misogynist programming of these robots that think, or like the misogynist look of what females are, that translate right. into this artificial intelligence. And yeah, well, let's think about movies, modern movies, movies made in the last like ten mm-hmm. years max, maybe a little bit more than that, but whatever. Like movies that feature some sort of 
um, mm-hmm. AI that is female almost always has a male protagonist, yeah. and there's almost always some sort of emotional or sexual manipulation. Yep. And we are supposed to feel bad for the man in that. Yeah. Yes. Like it's yes. Yes. Right. Always. Like, we are supposed to harbor some sort of sentiment for his, like, unattainable love or, like, his, like, how he was just played by this being. And that's also fucked up because we are also simultaneously, in the the sense of that movie, not supposed to actually um, do anything other than objectify the AI. Like, it's not supposed to be human. So we're supposed, you know, so it in one way completely removes the AI of their autonomy, specifically women of their autonomy, and then also place all of this, like, all all of these, like, oh, I feel so bad for you. You were just doing your best. I can't believe you got, like, Mm. always on the guy. Like, it makes me think a lot of um, her. Yeah. Did you watch that? Oh, her. Sorry. I thought you were saying her as an Ava. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was going (laughs) to mention her. No, with Joaquin Phoenix and also, and um, what, uh. Scarlett Johansson, right? Yes. I was so glad you brought that up because I was going to mention that as well. Yeah, I have, like, a lot of feelings about her. So, like, the premise generally is that this man is living in a society that does not feel too far off from where we are Mm now. And he downloads this artificial intelligence that felt, like, 100% a a take on Siri. Also a Black Mirror episode. Like, 100% a Black Mirror feature film. Um, and then eventually, you know, they enter in this romantic relationship and she develops sincere feelings for him, which alludes to the fact that she must be mm-hmm. sentient. But then, because technology is ever-growing, she is constantly learning and expanding mm-hmm. and then eventually operates at a level of consciousness that he cannot vibrate mm-hmm. on. And then they, I guess, quote-unquote, break up. And I guess, like, when you lay it out like that, it feels like a feminist film, Because he might be like, oh, you know, it's someone growing above the means of their relationship. Like, maybe there's a commentary there. But the entire movie, we're supposed to feel bad for Joaquin Mm -hmm. Phoenix. And I think that's so interesting because isn't it crazy where we have Ex Machina saying that she has to be humanoid to be sexualized because that's what matters. But you literally have a movie where Joaquin Phoenix is having phone sex with a computer who doesn't have any sort of physical representation. Because I also think that it's completely disregarding the male ability to sexualize fucking anything. anything. Like it doesn't have to have boobs. Like they will find a reason. Sexualize the shit out of it. Like, yes, absolutely. Misogyny will find a way to sexualize anything you can't like have a movie like american pie where this dude literally fucks a pie for 10 minutes and say that that wasn't being sexualized like it was and that's fine but (laughs) it completely removes this like um i don't know it's so convoluted when you have to talk about like female consciousness especially in an ai sense and like what makes them a woman what makes them a person and then like equate their humanity to their sexual desires but then also how like men are gonna want like there's so much to unpack and I like I I keep like circling the rim of like this thought and like not really knowing how to point it down but like it's so crazy. Why couldn't that been in Ex Machina like a little girl? Why couldn't we have like an empathetic connection of like someone trying to get like what looks like a child out of a trapped situation. We, Why did it have yes. to be, like, a sexualized manipulation? Why couldn't it have been, like, an empathy manipulation in the sense of, like, I'm an innocent-looking being 
and then yeah. use that instead. I, I don't know why it had to yeah. be fucking she manipulates him and then, like, you end up feeling sorry right. for him that he got cock-blocked well, and, and blocked up. <laughs> well, if you wa- if you take, like, patriarchal standpoints into consideration, like, it, you know, like, I feel like people hate to admit that it's true, but, like, lots of what feminism and modern feminism stands for is also ma- male, like male acceptance in what is perceived as traditionally mm-hmm. feminine. And I think that it's a lot easier to make a movie about a man being reduced to his sexual desires exactly. than it is to tap into, like, any sort of, like, uh, paternal instinct, yeah. you know? like Or, like, l- just, like, just, like, empathy. <laughs> like, it's so, like, you're right. Like, why is it? And it's because of, like, um, sexism that, like, we are so, it's to write a male character who reacts solely on sexual than it does for him to tap mm-hmm. into honest empathy. You know, like, you're. it could have been the same movie. You're absolutely right. Probably would have been yep. a cooler movie if it was, like, a younger girl and he was like, holy shit, like, I feel so bad yeah. for you. Because then, like, you find out that he, all along it was a lie. And so, like, he's almost like a man scorned. Yeah. And, like, is, like, yeah, like, mad that this robot that he knows nothing about doesn't actually want to yeah. sleep with him. Which is also, like, some crazy, like, like, you, like, um, like, he's being owed something. Like, it's a crazy hero yeah. complex. Like, also probably, like, a crazy, like, white Yeah, exactly. Like, trying too. to like, save the damsel in distress a little bit and, like. Right. Like, most people don't understand your species, but I understand and your like, species. And, like, that goes back know? to that like, same conversation we had earlier where it's, like, that weird manic pixie dream girl, but the white savior aspect of it when you have... Um, it's the mermaid complex when you have like a person that doesn't understand the environment having the white male savior teach you the ways of how to live in general so it's like that weird right dom um abuse of power or relationship between that yeah and it's just like uh you know this trope of like men feeling like it's uh, this, like, weird privilege and, like, mm-hmm. power dynamic for them to be able to teach something exactly. to women, right? To, like, usher them through some sort of growth exactly. process. Did you ever see um, Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson? No. Okay. So it's not about necessarily an AI, but I feel like it falls under the same umbrella. So it's about an, quote-unquote, like, an mm-hmm. alien who comes to Earth in the form of Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Um, yeah, right. And there's very little dialogue. She doesn't say anything, um, but she acts very strange and very awkward. And basically what she does is she just drives a van around town and picks up men and then brings them, like seduces them back into what is, I guess, a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then there's this very like surreal scene of her, like basically they're in this like what feels like another dimension where like they both get naked and she lures them backward. And then eventually they drown in some sort of like dark viscous liquid and die. But you get the sense that it's because she's absorbing something about the human race or something like this. Like this is what she was like sent here to do. And then eventually she breaks free from this mold because she problematic. She picks up someone who has some sort of uh, physical disability Mm -hmm. and 
for some reason, that's the trigger for her to learn empathy, which I think is problematic, but that's a whole, that's a whole other podcast. Anyway, that's like her trigger to be like, maybe what I'm doing is wrong. And then she like, you know, she runs away from this responsibility and then she like falls in love and like learns to fall in love with this man and then is confronted with like sexuality. Mm. And then eventually, basically what happens is it she runs away because she start, maybe starts to act like be self-actualized in the sense that she has a physical body and doesn't know how to ha- how to handle it and she is sexually assaulted by someone in the woods and then she uh this man um throws gasoline onto her because he realizes she's an alien and burns her alive and she dies. And that's the movie. And in this whole span of things, I don't, I don't think Scarlett Johansson says anything. And honestly, it's a fucking awesome movie, but I feel like it's this, I remember the first time I watched it, I felt like this, it was this like crazy metaphor Mm -hmm. for like male ownership of a thing. And then also like the, um, patriarchal, um, standard of being violent mm-hmm. to something you don't understand, but also at the same time simultaneously wanting to own yeah. that thing, usually sexually wanting to mm-hmm. own that thing is like a really quick and easy way for you to get that point across. And I don't know, like it it brought up themes of that. And I would yeah, you should That's watch so it. So interesting. It's fuck it's fucking nuts, but it's so cool. Like she literally has to like she's this thing and I guess you could call it artificial intelligence because if we want to say that it's you know something we can't Mm -hmm. understand and so who are we to say what it is like she assimilates to act as a human being is received as a human being and when she is outed or like discovered that she's not Mm -hmm. a human being she's scary to everybody else and then like she's destroyed interesting um and yeah but it's kind of like the same kind of beat where it's like a feminine overtly sexualized person who is meant to be perceived as human but is not human who is ultimately destroyed by a very pervasive male character yeah see i feel like that creates a a new kind of using stereotypes to relay a different kind of message where ex machina i feel like you use a recycled argument that didn't need to be told again in that sense i feel like um ex machina is kind of like black swan Mm. for me whereas like the first time i watched it i really liked it and then as you grow and shift as a person and you Mm -hmm. watch it again the like underlying issues that make it problematic socially and contextually are very Mm. apparent you know like I don't know, I think it was kind of like a cheap plot device to be like, oh, all along, she was just trying to manipulate yeah. you. That crazy succubus, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, like because she was only portrayed at extremes. She was either, like, it, again, like a fucking, somehow there was a Madonna whore complex in a movie about something that we're supposed to question is yeah. even real. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what does that say about... She yeah, must like be a real are we, human if she's manipulating yeah. you for sexiness, like kind of thing. Like that kind right. of feeling. And then it also, ugh, yeah. It means we're not effectively mm-hmm. utilizing the AI character as anything other than just an, another, like, jazzed up, sexu- like, sexualized mm-hmm. stereotype. Like, there's nothing really pushing the envelope here. Like, dude, dude, it's fucking nuts. So I got lost on this YouTube oh, no. black hole. Because I was just looking up, like, Ex Machina stuff, and so I think that that led my YouTube, like, recommended videos to just, like, give me videos about AI, mm-hmm. right? And so it uh, it led me to a video that said, 
oh god, what was it called? It was called, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> it was called Death Blow to Feminism. <laughs> yeah. And the, the description was, this company's invention might be the end of Tumblr-tier third-wave feminazis. Oh. <laughs> and so it was basically a video about, um... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it was basically... <laughs> so, somehow, this guy, and I somehow sat through all 16 oh God, minutes yes. of it... It was a video about how this guy was saying that uh, sex dolls, like realistic mm-hmm. looking sex dolls, were going to be the end of feminism. And way? There was so, there was so much. There was <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. So basically, I think the reason that, you know, Google ads like recommended it to me is because at one point he like flashes a picture of the Ex Machina poster because he's talking about um, ethics in oh AI. And verbatim, he says... He's not trying to, di- I'm not trying to dismiss the, um, nope. <laughs> the ethics topics and the biomedical ethics critiques, but when feminists complain about products like the Harmony Dolls, a sex doll, in- encouraging something like rape culture, you just can't help but laugh. But the whole time he's in this video <laughs> talking about how, how a sex doll is going to solve the problem of a woman who talks back too much. <laughs> So he's literally already, yeah, and isn't it interesting that he's already giving these, like, human attributes to something that does not have AI. He's giving um, sentience to an inanimate object. Yeah. But then saying, how could that possibly have anything to do with rape culture if she's not real? But if you're able to feel joy and happiness and love and affection to something, you can also feel violence and ownership. If you you see the image that that translates into real life, too, like, if... If you're having sex with, like, this sex doll that looks like a woman that can't say no or yes, then you translate that image and that experience to a real-life woman, and then, like, it's so... Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it's just so lazy to be like, oh, I'm gonna do all the things I would want to do to a woman who wanted me, and removing entirely her... Yeah, her ability to say yes or no because she's not real. But what does that say about your ability to enter into something with consent? Like, there's something that is muddied up there. And, yeah, I don't know. And then... (laughs) Jesus, fuck. Here's another quote. Um, So I would like you to know that he referred to his ideal woman as a... And I quote, a QT trad waifu, which I did my best to unpack as someone who, <laughs> QT no, trad no. waifu. Wait, I'm sorry, what's right. the second so, word you're saying? Trad, which I think, uh, unpacking the context means like traditional, like a woman who adheres to traditional oh gender that's, that's a lot to unpack, Mackenzie. Bonkers. So he goes. Oh my God. <laughs> Sex companions, sex companions referring to sex dolls, would be beneficial to someone who is sexually frustrated. Rape culture is not the issue here. That is literally one of those, like, welcome to Mackenzie's meme (laughs) corner. Like, that is literally, like, the meme where you, like, kiss your fingertips, like, in a chef motion. Like, to be, like, to equate someone who is sexually frustrated (laughs) to someone who would commit rape. Yes! Like, those are the same people. Like... 
I'm sexually frustrated all the time. I've never even thought about that. Yeah. Like, people who rape people aren't people who are sexually frustrated. Those two things are not synonymous with Do each other. you have other. to say, this is, is it about rape culture? It probably is about rape culture. If you Literally, have to put that yes. disclaimer in there. Like, insane jesus fuck it, it they would be you know like like literally basically what he's saying there is having something like a sex doll would fix no <laughs> like that's the no it's not about that but then to recognize that even to recognize the fact that that let's say in some crazy world that fixes it you would still have to recognize the use of a sex doll as an outlet for rage and ownership which means you would have to recognize your ability to humanize exactly. an inanimate object. Like, it, 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 it's uh, crazy. <laughs> like, what? It's crazy. <laughs> like, people just, like, I just don't see how you can, like, say something like that out loud and not, like, take a step back and be like, huh, you know what? Maybe. No, I'm and especially wrong. since um, nowadays where the sex, the sex dolls are getting technologically advanced as well. Where you have like mm-hmm. like legitimate like robots coming into the to the time frame, and yeah, that's that's an interesting topic. That's a whole different podcast talking about like AI oh, robots sure. and rape culture, and then thinking that if you can do that to this inanimate object, and you feel like that's supposed to cure any thoughts about doing that to a real life person, when in reality, I'm sure that won't. Um, fulfill the true fantasy that this person might be thinking in a weird way. It's like, uh. No, and then even if it does... It's a band-aid like, on the situation. one in the same. It, and yeah. it won't. You know, like, that's not even a, that's not a, a question, question. But the underlying issue of, like, insane... Like, it's still abuse. Oh, 100%, no what way you yeah. slice that. Because in, intent is more important, you know, like, there. Like, what is your intent? And it doesn't matter... God, it's so it's, fucked. Everyone is so fucked. God damn it. Ugh. I I got Man. a I got a cat call casting for you. God, please. Um, <clears throat> Alice, female, 18 to 30, which is a wide wide <laughs> age gap by the way. That's bold. Um, a strange and psychotic woman who's overly obsessed with a man, Dan, whom she only met once on the streets. And then let me continue this. By saying, Dan, supporting, male, 18 to 30, that's it. <laughs> what kind of age range is 18 30. to 30? That's not no, real. Not. Th- that's just fishing. Is there a synopsis of, of the, the movie? movie? <clears throat> Casting crazy in love. About an overly obsessed. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she stalk him? <clears throat> about an overly obsessed, psychotic woman who reminisces about fake events with a man on the day of Valentine's Day. So she, I think it's like stalker, also making up a love life with a random human being. Oh, Are you going to audition for it? I'm auditioning okay, for question. Dan. <laughs> if any of these... Are things that you could submit video auditions to? You have to start oh my doing that God. just for shit. I feel like giggles. I'm gonna get blacklisted at some can... point on on <laughs> on any of these audition sites. We'll just pixelate your God. face out in post. Jesus Christ! Oh no! Yeah. Not a fan. I want to know if these people have budgets. Like they must. Some of them do. Like, how are you getting money? 
how are people letting you make nothing this movie? will be as good as sexy demon though in a bathtub Who can i dude sexy demon in a bathtub is sexy demon in a bathtub is something i wish i actually had auditioned for just imagine i'm in Magazine. i'm in to that's that. your I next will back that that's your next starter i feel like we can make that's the next it. love witch but sexy demon yeah in you a know bathtub. i've been like Thinking about writing a feature, it might as well be about a demon in a bathtub. I, I think it's perfect. I think that I will scrap anything I've done so far and focus solely Fucking on that. Fucking perfect. Okay, well, everyone, you should leave us a review on hey, Yes, please. You know, if you wanted to. That'd yeah, be cool. You know, just a little thing. Um, ha- hang out with us on Twitter. We have a Twitter. We do. That's cool. We have a Facebook as well. Um, That's it. Thanks for hanging out. If you... If you have any suggestions of any future episodes, any movies that you would like us to look into, give our opinions about, just give us a give us a tweet, give us a a gram, give us a give a us book. A, a book, get, get booked, booked, boy. Yeah, it'll be, be awesome. great. Thanks. Do Bye. it. Bye.